Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Steve Domenico in the room podcast on this fabulous Wednesday evening. I have three huge guests tonight. Three guys coming off big, big wins and finishes in the last uh, week or two. My first guest is the first time I'm having him on the show. The actual first time I'm talking to him and what we can call in person is uh, Nuri Abrama Abrar. Sorry, my man who is freshly off his spectacular win and finish at Ammo uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, man. Uh, he's holding the belt for us right there, man. How you feeling about it, brother? I've been at a couple of your fights, but uh, I didn't make this one, but it was the best fight to date, man. You got some uh, you got some gold around you, man. How you feeling about it? feel great, man. Yeah, I've a couple of my fights. It's, 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 been, it's been awesome. It's been one hell of a ride. I'm... This belt was a long time coming. I was in the, the last time we were supposed to fight for this one, I was in the sauna in the middle of the weight cut, like three more pounds to go. And I get the phone call that everything was shut down for COVID. So it's been a while, long time coming. Was this the same matchup that you uh, were going to have before uh, before the shutdown? Yeah, it was the same matchup. So I, we prepared for him for like eight weeks and then another like 16 weeks. Like we, I knew back of a book <laughs> excellent my man well i know brian man i've seen him i've seen him in action i've seen him at fights he's got a ton of amateur fights i i, I don't know if he's still with uh connor berry and that team i know he was training with them at one point when i saw him fight at neff uh man what what were you thinking going in i mean he has a lot of fights i mean his record's not up the par but the experience in there the kid has man uh it must must make you feel well that you know you perform that great against uh you know someone that's been in there so many times yeah, no, definitely. He definitely had a lot of it. Um, one thing we know about him was his ground game. And regardless of wins and losses or ratio, who we are fighting, we train for each opponent as if they're, we're fighting a UFC-level caliber fighter. Um, we He does a lot of takedowns and shots, so it can't fight Khabib. It was, it was regardless of uh, the records or every same way excellent well during this fight you know brian's known that you know more of his jiu-jitsu game as far as you know what he wants to do in there i mean he clinched you up it looked like he was trying to get a standing kind of uh arm triangle in some weird position he was trying to position to get it um did you feel that's what was that what he was trying to do there or was he just trying to hold on to you and stop the striking game because i mean dude uh you can strike and you're not afraid to mix it up in the pocket Oh yeah, I love I love I love boys, and I've said it like a million times. I'm always down for a brawl. Um, he had me in a head and arm triangle, and it was surprisingly a lot tighter than I expected. Uh, I'd never been put in a standing head and arm. I've been put in put it in on the ground. Um, but yeah, you if you watch the footage over, you'll see the ref checking my hand because for a second I like closed my eyes for like two seconds, and he came and checked on me, and I gave him the thumbs up. Um, but my coach Jimmy was in the corner and he walked me every step through it and we got out of it. Well, uh, when you spoke about closing your eyes, was that just to like catch your breath or, th you know, you know, split second thought I'm getting out of this. Yeah, It was a split second, like a little blink. You know what I mean? It was like a, 
was a slight blink. Well, dude, right, right from there, the clinch broke because you got that control back and um, you landed the knee. I mean, he tried to land a, a knee. I, it looked like a small knee. And then you landed a, a huge knee to him and put him down and then just grounded and pound him. That, that was it. When you, yeah, what's, what's, what's crazy is we practiced that. No one remember that. I was telling my coach, we practiced that same exact sequence in the back like 15, 20 times before going out into the cage. And it was, it was so cool to see it happen kind of like – Kind of like, remember when Connor fought Aldo and in the back it showed Connor kind of doing that uh, check hook? Yeah. It was very similar to that. Was that something that you uh, were, you you, sus- you suspected that he would fall for? Or is, that, is, or is that just something that you were implementing in your game and you wanted to pull it off no matter what he was uh, bringing to the table? So, yeah, like I said, all the footage we watched on Brian, he was, he was a jiu-jitsu guy. He shot from, like, halfway across the cage or he'd shoot, like, consistently – and I have vicious knees, so we, we decided to take that to my advantage, and we threw a lot of knees. So regardless of whether he shot, I was going to throw that knee. That knee was something I was looking for. Excellent. Well, it's n- not the first time I've seen you throw some knees. I mean, like I've said, I've, I've seen you at a couple of fights. Bo- both of your wins, both uh, uh, come from behind when we'll talk to, from uh, about that at reality. Probably uh, your toughest fight to date as far as, uh, facing adversity, but um, dude, man, I got a fight, and I didn't even know it was you. I went around looking for footage for you today to like put in some fight stuff. I already had your ammo fight. I had the rea- reality fight, and so I threw your name into YouTube, and my fucking video popped up, like me filming you at a no boundary uh, uh, Muay Thai fight. Yeah, no, I remember that. I actually, I think I used that footage. I like that footage a lot better than. The one that um, nobody checked out, actually. Oh, I said, oh, thank you, my friend. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I'm a hack. But sometimes the hack, the hack footage works. I got it right now. I'm, I got, um, you know, the last like 40 seconds of the fight. Uh, I'll show it, man. But let's talk about it, dude. You come from a a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu camp or gym, and you're over here at uh, you know, no boundary, getting in some Muay Thai work, man. Is that something? Would you grow up with as far as your martial arts background? So I actually didn't do any martial until I got to like up to around the age of 18. And I was looking for a boxing gym and I just happened to walk into, into Boston Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I decided to sign up for Muay Thai because it's the closest thing I could find to boxing. Um, and it was, it was really cool to see all different limbs, all the eight different strikes from the body, the, the elbows, the knees. I was like, this is vicious. I love it. And I did Muay Thai for about two years and my coach... Jimmy was like always telling me, you know, put the gi on, try the gi on, and eventually he got me to do it, and we are we're here where we are now. Excellent. Well, another fight that I have a little footage. Uh, you know, I won't, you know, throw all this out too fast, man. I want to spread it around uh, while I have you on. But another fight, uh, the t- the fight we talked about in reality, you showed your jujitsu game in that fight. You were trying, you know, showing your hands, man. Uh, it was in the pocket, blast going back and forth. You got caught a little more in that fight. And in the second round, right off the bat, he uh, looked like he, uh, I think it might have been, he cut you open then, or it might have been the first round. But um, you went down to the ground, and then your uh, your jiu-jitsu kicked in. And we haven't seen much of that, except for your first fight. But between that and the reality fight was leaps and bounds in how you progressed on the ground, man. Talk about that. Was that something that you were... How proud were you about that win? 
I was I was pretty proud. Uh, Brent was definitely he was a tough he was a tough opponent. We knew he had a huge boxing background, um, and I really wanted to test my striking. Um, there's like a notion that um, I'm more of a jujitsu guy, and a lot of people you know called me the jujitsu guy. So I kind of wanted to go out there and strike with them like for a couple of rounds. Um, it was it probably wasn't the greatest game plan, um, but. Uh, I, I knew I knew once I hit the ground I was comfortable there, so I had that backup plan in my pocket. So um, and it just it did have to go to the ground. I didn't want to take it to the ground. I wanted to keep striking with them, um, but it, it is what it is and got the got the win. But it was it was definitely that was a surreal moment. You know, I was definitely proud of, of that moment and that triangle was amazing. It was. It was really good. And uh, even the commentators, I get, you know, after the, you pulled off the finish, they, that's what, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu, like, they were, you know, they were, they were really uh, hyping it up. It was really, really cool to see. Uh, dude, after watching you strike for, you know, a little more, you know, a little over a round, dude. So, great win by you. Then, um, what was next after that? So, like I said, I, that, that match, I actually won with the triangle so that, the jiu-jitsu guy notion was that rumor was still going around. So um, I decided to hop on a plane, went down to South Carolina, and I had to capture a Muay Thai belt and kind of prove to the world that, you know, I'm not just a grappler. I can strike too. Excellent. I had some I had some pictures from that, I think. I was trying to steal footage from that, but that's uh, – I think they go live with that footage and then they, uh, they take it off or something. But talk about that. Um, what was it, the IKF or something? What was it? Yeah, the, the IKF, the International Kickboxing Federation. Um, they, it, was, it was definitely a great tournament. Um, it definitely helped tune my striking up and preparing for it. it was awesome. Down south, everything was open. You know, COVID up here was a nightmare. Everything was shut down. So, And I was just itching for a fight. So we managed to find one down in South Carolina, that tournament, um, prepared for about like a month or so, just did striking, you know, took a little break from the grappling and went down there and threw some elbows and some knees and got the W. Well, that's what it's all about. And that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of ring, bro. I know a lot of, uh, fighters from, you know, prevalent Muay Thai gyms that they go to a ton of them uh, tournaments, they come away successful. But the experience there, because sometimes you're fighting, um, you're fighting pros. I think uh, one one of our guys fought uh, an MMA Bellator pro or something like that in one of those fights. Yeah, definitely the the records are definitely something that you they they don't have like they have open classes and novice classes, and the open class can vary from one match to a thousand matches. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's very similar to absolute division at a Naga tournament. Oh, that's it. Well, what, the experience, bro. Experience, man. So let's uh, let's get to this latest fight of yours, man. You captured the belt, bro. Um, man, how did it feel? I mean, it was the first card back that, you know, got canceled that you were supposed to have this matchup. Then you trained for all these months, over a year. And you get in there, man. How was the crowd? How was the atmosphere? How was the feeling going in there to fight for that that belt? It was awesome, Steve. Let me tell you, I was itching to get in there. I I wanted to fight so bad that I actually thought the fight was a week before, <laughs> and I stuck my weight cut. And then my coaches were like, "No, you still got a week left." So it's like, you know, I was I was really itching to get in the cage. I I I was I was really happy to finally, you know, 
get back. And, and it was a hometown crowd. You know, my last two other fights were down in South Carolina, and, and most of those guys were driving in from, like, North Carolina and stuff, and they got huge crowds. So it was it was really nice to see a crowd chanting my name and, you know, hearing my name all over the place. Excellent, my friend. Um, I, I stole some pictures from, I don't know who the photographer was there, but, um, man... I'm sure it was a great, great night, dude. Did you have any other training partners on the card, or were you solo? Uh, no, we had uh, Crystal was also on there. Uh, she she fought the girl. You had her on the show, I think, a week before. Uh, I forget her name, but it, that was also an incredible fight. Uh, it just, I think, it just showed the heart that this academy has, where Crystal came back from from a knockdown, a spinning back. So, you know, it just shows the heart that these guys at this academy have. Excellent. And speaking of Crystal, I was supposed to interview her last Friday about that when there was uh, she had uh, some work issues and the timing just didn't uh, team up. So I'm going to try to get to her this Friday. It's very popular as far as, you know, what she does on social media as far as, uh, you know, documenting her fight uh, journeys, her jiu-jitsu journeys, uh, all shit, not shit, but stuff that's very instructional and helps, you know, people that have been in it for a while and people that are thinking about getting into it. And especially the women, she's a very, uh, you know, ambassador for women's, uh, BJJ. I definitely give her so much props. Cause when I'm in fight camp, I can't do anything besides train. So I don't know. It's also just the whole YouTube thing and everything else. So I give her props. I, I could not do that along with my training. It's, it would be like too much, but to see her do it, it was incredible. Um, what do you do? Sorry, I just turned ourselves up just to see if we have sound. It would have sucked if we went for 20 minutes without fucking sound. You know what I mean? <laughs> but everything's going all right, man. Hey, dude, the thing about it, I'm sure you get nervous. All, I mean, of course you get nervous going to the cage like, oh, you know, something could go wrong. Every time I turn the show on, I think a volcano's going to erupt and the whole thing's going to go to shit. So, you know, 20 minutes, man, that's a that's a goal. We hit the goal, man. We're ready. Actually, we've probably only been on 15 minutes, but... Um, dude, what do you do besides you, you spoke about that? You don't have much time to, you know, do what she does, but what do you do as, as far as fun outside of fighting when you're not, you know, training? So I'm a, I do a lot. I'm an avid runner. I love running like, um, I love running marathons and half marathons. I'm a huge, I'm a huge guy into, I just got into the CrossFit community. So I've been doing a lot of that and, um, I work overnight as a nurse, so it's been it's been a it's been a it's, it's definitely a lot you know um, but you know I always the fighting has always been like my first love you know so that's always come first. A nurse, huh, dude? So yeah. So you make a good. I mean, you've got a good living. It's stressful nowadays, but dude, uh, so you're not a struggling fighter, which is fucking great. But yeah, which is great. I have you know I have a lot. Of, my support team is incredible, you know, and. Um, I'm super thankful for my coach, uh, my things to myself. I have an incredible group. Cool, dude. Um, cards have opened up everywhere, dude. You fought for Emerald a couple of times. You fought for Premier. You fought for Reality. Reality is just a two-time-a-year kind of gig. Uh, you know, they're waiting for you in, uh, in January again. Uh, maybe you could capture a belt for them. I don't know who owns it right now, but um, I, it might so be... We- Reality is written in stone. I don't want to announce anything for them yet, but right. it's that's in January, so we, right. we've, we've been talking with them. Cool. Um, but I, I do want to have something in between now in January, and um, 
I, I tell my coaches and everyone, I want to fight the best guys. I don't want to fight. I don't want padded records. I don't want, you know, some guy that's making his debut. You know, I, I want, and it looks like cage tie-ins and NEF, they seem to have the top lightweights, you know, and, and I feel like I'm the dark horse of this division. And I really want to go after those guys, you know, especially in cage Titans and NEF. I want to go after those lightweights, you know, cause they're, they're, I guess, considered the best. So I want to test that and put it to the name. Excellent, man. Well, you have back-to-back cards coming up in the next two weeks. You have uh, some people to watch out for. Is uh, that... <laughs> uh, I'm, not... <laughs> I'm not positive. You know, I, I got so much going on in my brain. I don't know what, you know, weight classes and, and positive of what's going on on the amateur side. But are there fights that you're uh, that you heard of that you're looking forward to for, uh, you know, whatever the results are? Does it, are you Do you factor in any of these fights in the next couple of weeks you know about? Um... Not, not really. There hasn't been any for Cage Titans and NEF. The, the both the cars that are coming up, they none of the lightweights have really captured my eyes. I really want like those those top those top ten guys. You know what I mean? I want like um, I, I forget some of their names, like Mo Kanani. I want Chris O'Brien. I want I want those those savages, those killers. You know what I mean? Uh, Nate Mule. He fights for NEF, I believe. You know, I, I want I want those guys. I want to put that they. You know, the their organization, Cage Titans, I have to kind of call them the best. So, you know, I want to kind of put that put that to the test and test myself. Well, dude, three wins in a row, three finishes in a row, captured a belt, dude. Uh, your name's out there. When we spoke and uh, I said, oh, come on on the show. Well, actually, I put a thing out there asking, you know, does any guests want to come over? I, don't, I think that's how we connected. Um, yeah, I, I want to hop on that, you know, because I, I see a lot of these, a lot of these lightweights that are like top notch. I've seen a lot of these guys on your show. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I need to get on this show and kind of, kind of, you know, get get known there. Well, dude, that's exactly what you said. It's like you're 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 gonna be the the. I don't know how you put it, but. They're going to remember. The dark they, horse. Yeah, they're going to start knowing who you are now, man, because uh, you got some gold. You got three wins in a row, three finishes, four, three pretty big organizations on the, the East Coast, Upper East Coast here, with reality being a huge one uh, fighting at fucking, uh, at, uh, you know, at uh, where, where Mohegan Sun. So that that's friggin' huge. So, um, so we're going to. We're going to be in, and we're going to be, We I talked to my coaches and stuff. We're going to be sending out some messages soon to Cage Titans and okay. NEF. Um, we have a couple names in mind that we're going to shoot them and see if those guys are available on the next couple cards. Not these next two cards, but the ones after those. And kind of see if we can get a nice matchup. You know, hopefully those guys that I mentioned accept the fight. Excellent. Well, any of these promotions will love to have you on there dude you fought for most of them right now so they know who you are they know what you've been doing man so uh, before I let you go brother man a couple more questions about anyone you want to thank as far as like um, you know coaches family anyone in particular by name or anything like that because dude you've come a long way since that first fight man you lost your first fight and I believe you lost it on the ground so you've come a long way as far as uh, you know full circle man so Throw out whoever you want to thank for getting uh, helping you get that belt around your shoulder there. Yeah, no, of course. The the first fight, the the mistake we made was was going to welterweight, and the first fight we kind of didn't understand the weight cuts and like kind of where. So it was a little bit disadvantaged there. Um, we decided that the welterweight wasn't my division, and the lightweight is my division. So that 
that's kind of explains that loss. But I have to give a huge shout out to my coach Jimmy, man, Jimmy Alfano. He's he's the one that got me into this. You know, without him, even in the fight, when the whole crowd was screaming, I always hear his voice, no matter how <laughs> quiet. It is, you know, um, and he's always he's always he puts in just as much time, if not more with helping me and i i have to give him huge props you know coming in as a kid that doesn't know anything he really took me under his wing kind of kind of showed me the way you know he's like my he's like the custody motto to mike tyson to me you know what i mean he's he's really done a lot for me excellent i mean you're 23 years old right yeah 23 forget you're a nurse you're making a great living uh you're on a three-fight winning streak um, a ton of Todd's cards coming up, bro. You got kind of uh, the New England um, amateur kind of fighting uh, fighting life by the balls right now, man. You can kind of call your own shots and fight when you want. You don't have to worry about selling tickets and you know uh, you know any of that stuff, man. So great for you, brother. We're gonna definitely be watching out for you, man. As far as uh, matchups, we're gonna be hearing your name. That's for sure. That is, that is for sure. Keep an eye out on the next either, either Cage Titans or NEF, and then you got me in reality for January. So it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see what's coming up next. Awesome, my man. Uh, social media, Nuri, because you are uh, – we're trying to build that up for you so we can uh, watch you there and, uh, you know, check out your training for that next uh, opportunity. Yeah, no, my Instagram is nacho__copy617. My Twitter is at one and only nerd, and Facebook is my first and last name, Nerdina Bar. <laughs> Excellent, my man. Well, dude, uh, a pleasure talking to you for the, you know, finally getting a conversation with you, man. Yeah, it was definitely awesome finally getting a one on one with you, you know. Yeah, dude, dude <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, dude, I'm all over the place, man. Maybe, you know, I'll, I'll start, you know, next, when you have something to announce, it's going to be a little while, but uh, I'll come down to the gym. Maybe we'll get something, uh, a, a, a chat down there. You're always welcome, my guy. Awesome, my man. Remember, I'm all over the jiu-jitsu mats now, watching that shit. I'm everywhere, man, so I'll bump into you, man. We'll be able to hang out, uh, you know, face-to-face one of these times coming up. Definitely. Looking forward to it. All right, my man. Uh, you have a great night, man. And, and and congratulations on all success, that belt. And, man, uh, you know, positive shit for you for the next few months, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on. All right, man. You have a good night. Thanks, you too. Awesome. Great kid. Great, great kid. Great kid. All right. Um, Dave, where are you? Let me uh, message Dave, tell him it's his turn. Uh, let me get uh, Nuri stuff out of here. Get that out of there. Get Dave text up there. And then um, he might have an announcement, so I got to leave that text out of there. Um, just in case he does not want me to put it up yet. Because Dave uh, was said he was going to announce something, but I'm not sure if... He can announce that. So let me tell him it's time for him. So as far as um, Nervy, the kid's a beast. And he's humble and he's a really, really good kid just by what you heard tonight. So kudos to that kid, man. Uh, like I said, he lost his first fight. Uh, I think he lost it by rear naked choke uh, or maybe TKO. But, you know, it was it was more of he lost it on the ground. Uh, and he come back three in a row. He got a triangle choke, fought through adversity. With, uh, you know, getting uh, knocked down. And, and then he comes back 
and he wins the title after a fucking year and a half training for it with uh, the shutdown. So, all right, David, where are you? Call me, call me. David doesn't do Facebook much, so, um, so I'm hoping uh, to get to him. Call me, call me, call me now. All right. Dave, where are you? Oh, I forgot I was live. All right, he's um, he's calling me right now. He's calling me right now. Oh, hold on, people. Hold on, people. Hold on, people. There he is. Hold on, Dave. Let me get your handsome face in here for these people, man. Uh, we are. There he is. There's the handsome guy. What's up, my friend? What's up, my man? How we doing? We're doing great, my man. Nice to see you, bro. It's good to see you too. Looks um, like you're killing it as always. Uh, I had Yuri on. I don't know if you know him um, or seen him. Or watch his fight. Oh, yeah, that... I walked right at ammo. Kids are stud. Excellent, my man. Oh, what happened here? Um, we went blurry. I'm going live on Instagram, too. Kind of hack way. I'm just showing, like, the... But it's cool. I mean, people, I don't, you know... People... That's... I was watching you, actually. It was on uh, on IG Live. Oh, how'd it sound? Could you hear it and stuff? Yeah, yeah it was perfect. Oh, yeah, fuck perfect. A, man. Dave, I got, like, seven hands in here. I'm, like, hitting fucking buttons <laughs> and shit, man. I just wanted to show people that there's not a monkey in the corner doing it for me. It's all me, man. Now there's just a spider monkey on the screen. <laughs> dude, man, I didn't know anything about this fight that you had uh, recently, dude. You know, you kind of go stealth. Like, I don't know if you, if, <laughs> if it was, if it was late, if it was late notice, if uh, you just showed up, uh, you were going to see someone else fight and you just said, Hey, I'll jump in there. What happened? How did you book this fight and where the hell was it? Um, yeah, I was, I was looking for a fight after I fought in May in South Carolina and picked up that Amy title. Um, and I was looking for a fight. Um, ammo didn't really, I was talking to ammo, uh, nothing really panned out. Um, and my coach just hit me up one night. He was like, Hey, you want to fight July 31st in New York city, Queens, New York. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I can't say no to a fight. So, uh, we booked a fight. We booked it against a, a very tough wrestler out of New Jersey. Kid was super game. Um, ended up coming away with the unanimous decision. It was definitely a grind of a fight. Uh, Good experience, you know. I, I think I faced a level of wrestler since Mitch until this kid, and uh, you know, I think New England and the Northeast is definitely going to hear about Kareem in the next few years. He's young and definitely a little green, but the kid was—he was very, very tough. So uh, it was a good experience. We fought for extreme cage fighting. Um, it's Chris DeFreeze who runs that uh, runs that promotion out in Queens, New York. Um, and it was sanctioned by ISKA, so it was the rules for me were a little bit weird. You know, I couldn't uh, I couldn't ground pound to the head, which is uh, took away definitely some of my weapons in the fight. Um, had to wear shin guards as well, which was a first for me. You know, I'm going from fighting in yeah, you know, six eight ounce gloves and nothing else, and getting kicked in the head to wearing shin guards. It was it was a change of pace for me, but it was a good experience for sure. Excellent. Well, you know, that could explain why I went on, um, you know, I went on uh, topology and stuff. They don't have the fight up there 
uh, because, like you said, it's a different rule set. Does that does that go towards your amateur record in some way? It, it does. No, it, it was a hundred sanctioned mixed martial arts fight. Okay. Um, yeah. So Tapology just was asking for a bunch of stuff um, that I don't have. Like they wanted like an official card um, or. I don't know. So it, it it didn't really matter to me at that point, you know. Um I got the win. So and it's updated on your guys' site. So big shout out to uh Travis for always helping me out, man, and reach out to that guy and he he snaps on it immediately. So big shout out to you guys over at uh New England MMA. It's huge help. Excellent, man. I didn't even go on around my our own website to find the fucking fight. That's how pathetic I am. <laughs> <laughs> And we have it. Fucking kudos, guys. I love my team. What the Good fuck, shit. dude? You just busted me just now, motherfucker. So, hey, brother. Um, man, a lot of shit going on as far as, you know, fights and uh, matchups and, and stuff. And, you, you know, you're getting busy or busy, dude. You came out of the gate. You and Nate Russell went down. Uh, I don't I don't remember where it was, but you both uh, went and uh, beat people up in the home turf. Uh, came away with your hands raised, man, as a, as a dynamic duo, man. Uh, talk about, you know, the progression from that fight to this fight. Was there anything that you changed up as far as training camp or just you just keep getting better from fight to fight? Uh, the changes happened before this year, man. Um, you know, you started to see a little bit in 2019, me coming into my own. Um and then 2020 hit, kind of put a, a damper on things, you know, but that, that change was really happening. And when 2020 was kind of rough for a lot of people, it was actually probably the best thing that happened to me, man. I took a step back. Um, I really got my life in order outside of the cage. Um, ended up changing camps, working with some new coaches. Um, brought, you know, I, I've been training my jiu-jitsu with Matt Breyers, Oz Prazier, and Kenny Catrona over at uh, Jiu-Jitsu and Strength Academy in Cromwell, Connecticut for probably about five, six years already now. Uh, got my purple belt there, got my brown belt there this year. Um, and then the, the big change was uh, going going back to them a lot more and then uh, moving up my whole MMA camp to Fighting Arts Academy, working with Coach Jeremy Lewiszewski, who's completely changed me as a fighter, man. Um, I have amazing training partners up there as well as I do down in Cromwell. Um, I'm in the cage nightly with guys like Tip Flores and Nate Russell, you know. So I'm getting I'm getting my ass kicked by <laughs> some of the guys in New England that you can. So when you put me in the cage with these other kids, it's uh, it's nothing like a sparring night at FAA. <laughs> uh, spe- speaking of Tim, yeah. speaking of Tim, he just uh, I just saw today he signed uh, to fight for Premier, correct? All right. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, you just got off a fight. You're going to be helping him get ready for a fight. Uh, dude, uh, we'll talk a little further about what's uh, ahead for you, man. But this is second fight that you've gone to another neighborhood and uh, you know took their uh, took their kind of glory, dude. Are you are you starting to uh, you know like going into uh, the the hostile hometown crowd and and spoiling the party? Is that is that something that thrives you, or you you want to fight at home uh, next? What's going on? That was a good experience to me. I think I needed to experience that um, in my amateur career, right? As you progress along, you know. You see it in the big shows all the time. These guys make the jumps to the UFC, Bellator, and they're just out of their element. They haven't traveled out of their home states or their home region. Um, They stay within the comfort zone. This was a big opportunity for me to kind of travel the East Coast and and get some real experience in fighting. You know, I never had to do a fight week where I was in a hotel from 
the Wednesday before the fight to the Saturday, you know, that was a, that was a big change for me going into New York. You know, I was definitely in enemy, enemy territory. That was not my promotion, you know, and same in South Carolina, South Carolina, even more. So I was definitely brought down there to lose. Um, so those were just, it's invaluable experience to gain. And I thought that to be honest with you, staying in New England would have been a detriment to me for a little while. I think that I needed to find that that place again where I was uncomfortable. I've definitely grown very comfortable competing in within New England, having my fans here, my crowd, my people. Um, so going away into enemy territory was a good experience for sure. Excellent. I mean, I mean, you know, one time you didn't do it alone. You had, uh, you know, Nate with you that, uh, you know, a training pot, you know, Dude, same weight as you, man. So, you know, we'll talk about that because you guys are training at the same place. Uh, he's got a huge fight coming up. I don't know what's uh, ahead of him after that fight. You, um, dude, you're killing it out there. But this fight, I think you fought at 130 pounds. Did you fight a little heavier at this fight, right? I did. I fought at 130. They asked for 130, my opponent, and I definitely obliged. That, <laughs> that was, I, I got a little, uh, a little extra sushi. I mean, I was at... I was in great shape, but I was definitely at the all-you-can-eat sushi spot a week before the fight, no problem. So that was that was nice. Excellent. Well, at Nate being the same weight, he is fighting for the Cage Titans uh, championship that you were in line for. Another kind of, you know, I, I mean, it's not bad for the same gym to have two guys that are going for, you know, the the, the Cage Titans late, uh, flyweight title. Um, yeah. But Nate's, uh, Nate's going after it now, man. Does that bump you kind of somewhere else as far as do you, um, I mean, be, you know what I mean? Are you looking to stay at flyweight? Are you looking to go up? What, what is uh, your, your future as far as where you want to be? No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a flyweight, man. Um, I, another big change over the last two years is I, I drastically changed my diet and my lifestyle outside of martial arts. Um, it's very rare that I have any drinks of alcohol, to be honest with you. That was a problem outside of camps. I was indulging in the, uh, the beers a little bit too much. I would get a little fat and, you know, <laughs> Wait, it, looks good. it looks good to me. It's Don't worry. It's cold, Dave. It's real cold. too. <laughs> Sorry. So that, that was a big change. And, um, I had done it during camps, but I changed over to an uh, intermittent fasting lifestyle where uh, I, I consistently stay on my fasting. I stay on the same diet year round. So when I do cheat, it, it literally doesn't. I was up at the Cape for the last four days and I ate fried food, I ate ice cream and cookies. And I'm within 10 pounds of my, uh, my fight weight. So. <laughs> you know, that's been a, been a big changeover for me as well. So I'm definitely a flyweight. Um, I got the opportunity in South Carolina to fight for the title, even though Nate was the higher ranked guy. Um, and truth be told, should have been given that opportunity. He wanted a top guy. He wanted Poirier. He wanted the cage Titans title. That's my brother. He's a big reason why I ended up at FAA. It's his. Go get it, man. I'm, I'm super excited, and uh, I actually think I'll be there in this corner for the fight. So that'll be that'll be awesome. That was my next question. Will you uh, will you be there? If you're not in this, if you're not in his corner, will you be there anyway as uh, as support? Uh, I wouldn't miss it. My family lives on the Cape. I spend a lot of time on the Cape in the summer, and I would not miss that kid's fight for anything. That's like I said, that's one of my brothers. So 
you know, I'm, I'm very excited to see him go compete. I know there's a lot of hype around Poirier. I know he's very talented. Um, I've done a lot of studying on, <laughs> on him myself. You know, we were supposed to fight back in 2019 for the title. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's going to be a cracker of a fight. And, you know, I think Nate's going to open some serious eyes in New England. Excellent. Well, where does this, uh, where does this kind of leave you as far as, uh, you know, in the New England area, I, you know, we want to have you back here. I mean, you want to make money, you want to sell tickets, you want to, you know, sponsors around the area. So Dave needs to fight here. He needs to, you know, get the name back flowing in here because some fighters around this area have forgotten who you are or don't know who you are, Dave. Um, I, dude, I love the banter between fighters and, you know, it went with you and, uh, you know, Joe, when you were, you were faced against him, you know, so, it wasn't even Joe. It wasn't even Joe. I've had all the respect for Joe the whole time, and there wasn't too much disrespectful things said back and forth. I mean, there was a little shit talking on on Facebook, but that wasn't anything. It was more um, his buddy that was just when we did that interview. Joe barely spoke, man. His buddy just talked the whole time, dude. And like, I went and looked up that kid's record. He's one and two. He beat a guy that was. Oh, and one and never fought again. And then he fought Dion and he fought one of my best friends in the world, Addison O'Neill and Addison broke his arm. Like that kid shouldn't have been talking. I don't, I don't know why he was. Um, so yeah, I got a lot of respect for Joe. Um, you know, but the other kid can, can go kick rocks. Awesome. <laughs> uh, as far as Nate, Nate is the number one flyweight in new England, uh, captures this title. I don't know what is ahead. I mean, it, I know he took time off and all that other stuff, but, you know, this will be two fights in a row. Back at Cage Titans, fighting for that title that he fought for in 2016 against Richie Santiago. So I think, I mean, I think the next uh, the next step for Nate would to be to make some money and, uh, you know, get paid for a fight, you know, as far as the pro rank. So I wish him well. I'll be at that fight. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great fight. I love Joe. I love Nate. They're both great competitors, great people. Uh, you know, we got, I don't want to say Nate's old, but, you know, we got young against old as far as uh, the time in this cage. So yes, it's a definitely. great, it's a great matchup for cage Titans. It's going to say a lot about the division, whoever comes up uh, with a hand raised here. But as far as you, Dave, <laughs> let's get back to you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, um, you know, I don't know if you have beans. I don't know if you have things in the work, what you could talk about, but what are you looking for? Looks what's going on with Dave as far as his, his next, uh, your next step. So, um, I can't talk about it. <laughs> you, you, you can't, I can't, no, oh. I can't. Oh, I can't. all right. Yeah. I got the, okay. So, um, yeah, I was on a four fight win streak. I got two finishes, um, in my last four and I was supposed to fight for the premier FC title. Originally, uh, my opponent had fallen out. Um, and it was time to reassess things at that time. I, I you know, I took a step back and, um, you know, I talked to a really strong promotion in the Northeast in the past and, uh, decided it was time to make the jump to be a professional flyweight. So I just posted on Instagram a few minutes ago, um, me signing a contract for September 17th in downtown Hartford for CES MMA where I will be making my professional debut. Awesome, my man. That's the right text I have, too. I just flashed it up. I didn't know, you know, yeah. if I could say, but I put it up there, man. 
Congratulations, dude. You're on a fucking, you're on a huge card making your pro debut. There's going to be tons of other fighters that are friends of yours that you've trained with uh, that are going to be on the card, that are on the card now. Matt Bissett with the biggest fight in uh, New England history going down there. And now you're making your pro debut, bro. Man, what's going on? What's going on with you, man? As far as like you posted it, did you have time to, did any, do you have time to look at anyone saying anything or? My phone hasn't stopped going off since I posted. <laughs> um, for me, this is amazing, man. I said 10 years ago when I was 21 years old and I first found MMA that I was going to be a professional fighter. And most people looked at me sideways like I was insane. And here we are. We made it. <laughs> we did it. And now the real hard work starts, you know. Amateurs was hard work, but the real, the real work starts now. So, you know, I'm ready. Hartford is my home city. I was born in Hartford. The venue that the event is taking place at, I grew up two miles away from. I live two miles away from that venue now. I pass it every single night on the way home from the gym. This is my city. Like, there's guys on this card that, like, this is my home city. Kind of. Yeah, for sure. This is, and they're CT guys and I rep them all the way, but this literally is my city. I was born and raised there. I used to work in downtown Hartford. I, when I was 21 years old, when I first started training, I was hitting all the bars in downtown Hartford, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So this is, this is my home spot. I'm going to have a lot of fans there, man. I'm looking to pack this place out. So anybody who's watching this tickets will be in this Friday. Hit me up. I will drive all over God's green earth to drop tickets off to you guys and make sure that every single Spider Monkey fan is in that building making noise. Excellent, man. It'd be a great, it's going to be great to see that poster come up, uh, you know, with you on it. I don't know who the opponent is. I mean, it's um, the be beans can't be spilled that quick yet. We'll have another one-on-one -on -one, uh, interview down the road about the matchup. But, man, congratulations, bro, man. We, uh, you know, you and I have uh, known you know, since you fought with Mitch, you know what I mean? We've hung out after fights, man. One time I just bumped into you, I think at Bellator or somewhere, and you guys, you were Addison carrying a fucking pizza. I ended up fucking, I, <laughs> I, I oh, Carlos Candelario was with you too, I think. That was the, that was in the Puff Daddy suite that I saw. I know, yeah, you had this fucking suite, dude. It was like, I felt like I was in like the, the like the Hollywood or something. I was like, fucking Dave, you made it. It was, uh, yeah. Dude, I would imagine, uh, I would imagine Hartford's probably going to be something like that as far as, uh, you know, having, being pampered and having a nice place to hang out while you're getting ready yeah. for that fight. Definitely. Excellent. Most of them, yeah. We'll, we'll have something good for after to celebrate, you know. But, oh, definitely. Uh, I, I try not even to focus on that stuff. Uh, I got one goal in mind, man. I'm going to go pick up my first professional win. September 17th, and I'm looking to do it in devastating fashion. I've grown so much as a fighter. Um, I came into the sport as a jiu-jitsu guy with not much else. And if you look at my last few fights, I'm definitely turning into a little bit of a striker. I got power in both my hands. I, I rocked the kid in my last fight with my left hand. I've knocked two dudes out with my right hand now. You know, so uh, I got power in both my hands. I got power in my legs. And I got a dangerous ground game. So I'm looking to make a statement for CES and show show the promotion that, you know, I might not be here for a long time. I'm 31 years old. But while I'm here, I'm going to put on some fucking wars. Win, lose, or draw, every CES fan is going to know my name. And they're going to want to buy tickets to my fight. I guarantee it. Excellent, my man. Man, proud of you, bro. Uh, dude, man. 
couple of fights against Mitch, and then after that, there was uh, no stopping you, man. That could be something that happens down the line. You two guys could meet up again sometime. That would be fucking pretty, pretty awesome to happen. But right now, we're trying to get two of our New England guys to the next level. So we'll wait until the next level for that to happen, if it ever does, man. That's right. Like I was going to say, I got a lot of respect for Mitch, man. And those, those two fights gained a lot of experience for me. That was a good test early on, you know, and uh, I don't want any more Portuguese on Portuguese crime, man. I fought, I fought two Portuguese kids in my first three fights. Let's uh, let me, let me rep that Portuguese flag and beat some other dudes up, you know? And then uh, if me and Mitch both make it into the UFC or Bellator, one FC PFL, you know, maybe we'll see each other down the line, but, uh, Till then, man, I wish that kid the best of luck. He's absolutely killing it. Excellent, man. You have a lot of options, kid. I mean, we see yes is a huge option right now, but uh, you know, making your pro debut for them, that is uh, that is blasting you off for all them promotions you just named to uh, get you some work down the line, man. So uh, last thing, Dave, shout outs. Uh, how we get in touch with you because tickets go on sale, like you said. Uh, you know, you're going to probably have t-shirts, everything going on. So throw it out there, throw your gym, throw anything you want to throw out there before I let you uh, get going, man. Definitely. So first, I want to thank uh, Lou Serrano, Pat Sullivan, Jimmy Birchfield Sr., Jimmy Birchfield Jr. You guys, thank you so much for the opportunity. I've been watching CES forever. It's where I want to fight in New England. Um, you guys put shows on in my backyard, so I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to make my professional debut and make my dream come true in my home city. So to those guys, thank you so much. And you guys won't regret it, I promise you. Um, check me out on Instagram. It's the only social media I have now. I got rid of my Facebook. It got to be a little too crazy on there for me. Um, so check me out, Spider Monkey BJJ 16 uh, Hit me up for tickets for this fight. They're going to go fast. It's going to be a packed show. Like you said, Matt Bissett's headlining in a huge fight. You know, I'm sure, uh, you know, Carlos Candelario might be back. It's eight weeks away. I mean, there's a, you know, even though we had a, you know, a three fight, a lot of these names that we just saw local guys could be back on this card. Most definitely. So the card's going to be absolutely stacked. And obviously CES always puts on stack cards. So you guys don't want to miss this in Hartford. Um, and shout out to my coaches in my gym and my training partners, man, fighting arts Academy, jujitsu and strength Academy, Jeremy, Coach Jeremy, Coach Matt, Coach Oz, Coach Kenny, Coach Scott, all my training partners. This is how this has come to be, man. If I didn't have any of those people around me, uh, I wouldn't be here. I probably wouldn't even be fighting. So much appreciated to all you guys. Awesome, my man. Well, dude, I'll see you in uh, in a week and a half at Cage Titans, man, uh, for that huge fight, dude. Uh, you know, we'll hang out. We'll uh, do our thing. And then, uh, you know, we'll get ready for uh, getting ready for your next uh, adventure on the September 17th, bro. Two days after my birthday. So uh, I'll hold off on my uh, my uh, birthday on the 15th so you and I can have one special beer after the fight on the 17th. <laughs> we'll, we'll, have, we'll definitely have some drinks. <laughs> All right, my man. Dave, thanks a lot, man. Uh, love talking to you, man. You and I joke on uh, social media about everything as far as, you know, the fighting oh. and, and man, you know you're you're 31 as you spoke, man. We've been around the block. We know, uh, you know, we we know the game and uh, how it's played, kind of. Uh, and you're playing it well, bro. You're playing it really well. I appreciate it, brother. You have a good night, man. You too, man. Thank you always for the platform. I truly appreciate it. Take care, bro. You too. See ya. Oh, wrong thing. Well, there you go, Dave Dereo making his. Pro debut for CES MMA. 
September 17th in Hartford, Dave's hometown. Dave's town. Just like he said. Dave's town. So awesome. I'll see Dave at um at uh, Cage Titans on uh, the 28th. Uh, let me get this out of here. Let me message Connor Berry. Connor Berry. Oh, all right. So he's ready to go. Call me. I'm going to tell him. Call me now. Call me now. Connor Berry's ready to go. Fucking love Connor Berry. All right. Let's see if this works. We're rolling on. Oh, there it is. Fuck, man. This show is rolling along. Rolling along. Where are you, Connor? You, you, where's that handsome face of you? There he is. Hold on. Let me get hey, hey, hey. hey, what's up, my man? There you are. Let, what me up, brother? let me make you bigger so everyone can see you, man. Dude. Oh, wait. You're way, you're way too big. Hold on. Hold on. I got to fix this. I, I, big? I'm going live on Instagram, too, so people know can see all my fuck-ups in the back. Like, oh, oh, fuck yeah. Dude, man. Um, How you feeling, bro? Nice cast, man. You didn't even get a hard cast we could sign? Was that just a... Is that just a, a makeshift cast for now? What's going on? Yeah, this is uh, so they, they gave me a. Um, are we live, by the way? Yeah, we're live. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is, um, this is like a fucking a splint, so they bandaged it all up. Uh, but I got this thing uh, all taken off on Friday, actually, and they're removing all the stitches. Uh, and then I got put in another. Uh, cast that should be a little bit smaller than this uh will it be a hard will will it be a hard like hard hard and how about will it be uh waterproof too so you can swim or take a shower yeah um i believe i believe it'll be like a like a i'm not sure actually but i I believe i'll be able to take it off for like showers and shit like that oh cool man Uh, so I, i think it'll be more like a like a brace or something than uh than like this hard uh shell Excellent. Well, let's talk about what they did and, and, you know, the outlook as far as time and, uh, you know, recovery with that, man. What they have to do and uh, wh- what are we looking at as far as recovery time and, and you know, your timeline here? So uh, you get to see you get to see the x-ray, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it. I'll put it on right now as you're talking. I, I got like that nine second little video of you. I don't know if that's when you broke your hand. We'll talk about that. But I have oh, the, yeah. I have the picture along with it. So I'll play that as you're uh, talking about it. So tell us what they did there. So um, basically, I have uh, I have like probably a scar. I haven't even seen what it looks like yet because uh, this has been on the whole time. I haven't been able to take it off. It's just fucking driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> but it's probably like six inches, seven inches or so. Uh, they put eight screws in the fucking thing. So there's uh, a hell of a lot of screws through my uh, my radial bone, um, and then they put like this plate that like is it's a weird it's a weird looking plate. It almost looks like uh like fucking anal beads or something. Oh, that's awesome! Um, like like you you see them a lot. Like that's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they stuck it in me forever, dude. So. Uh, so it's not coming out. It's staying in there. I'm uh, I'm part titanium now. <laughs> awesome. Well, you'll, you'll be lighter in there anyway. You going back to 155? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice and reinforced, man. <laughs> so, dude, man, as I just showed uh, some fun, some fight footage, I I stole this footage off um, Knights MMA. Your guys yep. over there, they had it on Instagram. I took it. 
theirs blew up, mine blew up on there, and then I cut little pieces here and there just to show kind of the break and uh, what I what I thought maybe you did it. When did you actually break the arm uh, as far as in that fight? Uh, so I, I looked into it. It was probably it was probably like a minute and thirty seconds in, maybe maybe even a little bit longer than that. Um, I threw, uh, you know, and and to be fair, like. Well, to be fair, it serves me right because hey, if that if that landed, that would have fucking really hurt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, man. Um, he he did he did like he had a, he had a decent block, and uh, I was just throwing an overhead right. I kind of got carried away. Like uh, my my striking was kind of like I was kind of landed like almost everything. To be honest, yeah. you know, I was like I was like throwing all these setups and like landing and i was like after a while i was like man i, I landed fucking everything like why don't i just like unload and just just throw some bombs on him yeah let's end this <laughs> and, uh, let's like, end this fun. yeah like, <laughs> he, he didn't really move his head much and he didn't really move his feet too much either so uh he was kind of a, a, a stationary target i guess and uh, i just kind of saw an opportunity to kind of like swarm in and uh and I just have that little switch in my mind that that just like is like that little kill switch, you yeah. know. And uh, yeah, we see. And I just it. turned it on, <laughs> and uh, I I started throwing some fucking bombs at him. And uh, I just remember I felt like this this zing. It was like uh, like a nerve thing, and it was it went all the way through my neck and my shoulder, and it like and and, and I, I knew I did something at the time. I didn't really know what it was. Uh, and at the time I, I didn't even really think twice about it. You know, I just, I always kept going. I, I, yeah. I still, I still threw my right hand a couple of times after that, uh, throwing punches. And, uh, before I realized it's probably a bad idea. Um, then I ended up, uh, I ended up just getting a takedown. I got a nice double leg off the cage afterwards. And, uh, like when we we're on the ground, I, I went over and I looked at it and, uh, my, I could see it fucking smashed, you know, like. It wasn't. It wasn't quite like bent off or, or anything at the time. It, it, but uh, it 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 started like I don't know if you can see my hand here. Like my hand was almost at like an angle like this way through here, and I saw I saw the break, and, and I I, I kind of noticed that nobody else noticed or saw it, and and I didn't show any signs that would would like show that I'm hurt. So I was kind of playing it off like I was fine. Um, and and to be fair, like the dude, the dude I was fighting, like he was he was tough. Like he took a a lot of a lot of heavy shots, yeah. man. And uh, um, you know, like uh, a lesser man would have fucking would have would have given in before. Or yeah, you know? exactly, uh, dude. He took some big shots, and, and he wasn't like he wasn't. I, I mean. To, to be fair, to be fair, like he wasn't really good, but he was tough as hell. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> he he was fucking taking. Oh, yeah. it. Like we were like, when is this gonna end? Like what what is keeping this dude up over here, man? I know, man. Now I now know. now when you were on the ground, or you, you ended up getting that double leg. Did, is that where the fight stayed stayed at that, or did it come back up on the ground uh, up on the feet, or did it stay on the ground from from that point when you knew your arm was? From what I remember, from what I remember, uh, I got I got the first double leg and. Uh, and he was doing some of the right stuff on the ground. So I just decided, I, at first I elected to just kind of go right back up uh, standing. So I actually I actually just got up out of his half guard. I, I saw like, hey, you know what? It'd probably be a better, a better opportunity for me to just finish on the feet here, you know, and um, and, and just, just take, a, take a knockout because I felt like my striking was, was just far better. 
uh, why, why even give up anything, you know, at that point. So, um, I didn't want to even risk anything. So I, I, I got up and then I started throwing again. And that was the time where I broke it the second time. And then I took him down. And, uh, after that, then I just, I was like, I need to keep him on the ground here. Security. You know, I, I, I have one arm, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I tried doing some things with it. Like, yeah, I remember him grabbing it too. At one point he grabbed it, like he had a wrist control on it. And, and, and I had to, I had to get my arm out, but yeah. I, you know, I didn't really have a, I didn't really have a fucking arm at the time. Well, you know? his—I mean, you're, not only are you trying to finish this fight, you're, you're trying not to get the fight called because if that ref sees. And he thought I was over. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. the fi- fight's over. You beat the shit. I mean, this isn't the first time it happened, Connor. I mean, you beat the shit out of someone else. And, and you ended up getting a, a loss out of it. So, I mean, man, was that going through your head? Like, fuck, man. They, like you said, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm virtually killing this guy right now. And they can, oh, yeah. they, they can end this fight for me. Yeah, that was, that was really, I actually started, honestly, it kind of brought me into like an almost state of panic at the time where, yeah. where, uh, where, where I, 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 I knew what I had to fucking do, you know, like I just, uh, I, I said, hey, I got to finish it right fucking now because if it goes into the second round, like they, they might just call it, you know, and uh, it would fucking suck. Like, uh, you know, I, I've, ha- I've had I've had losses like that where where I've done everything that I thought I could do right. And, and the sport's fucking total chaos, man. You know, it's like that's kind of what it comes down to. They're like no matter no matter who you're fighting, when you're fighting, like anytime you go in there, you you have that fucking risk of getting really hurt, you know? And, uh, and it, I guess it just fucking shows you like right off the bat, like, you know, they're, they're not, n- nothing, nothing here is like, uh, nothing's guaranteed, yeah. you know, there's nothing guaranteed at, at all. Everything's fucking chaos. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, we have to, we try, we try to do everything right. To, to get to the big leagues you know if, if something like this happens on the big leagues and it gets stopped like you know not that big of a deal like because we're in the big leagues and we got to where we need to yeah. go we get paid for it and we get compensated well and everybody has insurance you yeah. know and and they, t- they take care of shit um but you know like all like the local level shows man it's a it's just a it's tough it's tough because the fighters uh you know typically don't get compensated very well for the risk that we we go in there to do and uh like no, no matter what whether whether the guy you're fighting is like like 30 and 0 or 0 and 30 you know it's uh it, every time you go in there it, it's still that same risk and, and you're putting your body on there um and to get paid like i don't know a couple hundred bucks yeah. for it is is just not it's not worth it you know it's um I don't know. It's kind of one of those things, man. Well, my friend, uh, it was a long time coming to get to this fight. I mean, you were uh, heading to weigh-ins or the day before weigh-ins when this fight, not this particular fight, but when you were supposed to fight for ammo, their last card Mm -hmm. before everything went to shit. Man, uh, finally getting in there. I mean, you finally got in there. What was the feeling like you had training partners, dudes that you train uh, team uh, on the card with you? Man, how'd it feel? Oh, yeah. to, how'd it feel to get actually get back into fighting? And then, you know, after we talk a, cu- a couple of questions, I just want a timeline on your arm and, 
you know what what oh, the of course, what, of course. But, uh, but as far as the fight the fight night itself man you had a I mean your team was uh representing well there right oh uh, yeah dude that was a fucking blast I had probably one of the best times I think think ever at, at any MMA fights at, at, uh that night it was it was it was surreal man um it was fucking so cool man I I got to uh, you know, I sold a shitload of tickets, so I, I had like a little poll around there, which is nice. Um, I actually, uh, I, I made a pretty good business call going into it, and I, I forfeited my purse for, uh, so I, I said I'd fight for no purse and just give me a higher percentage of ticket sales. And uh, I made more money off of this fight than any other fight I've ever fought, you know, and I fought, like, I fought really tough dudes. I've, you know, I've, I've had a lot, probably together between amateur and pro fights now i've had like 18 cage fights you know and um uh i've never been paid as well as i i did just by hustling for myself you know uh just selling tickets and and bill uh from ammo gave me a, a good deal where we worked it out and i had a good ticket percentage and uh it just kind of goes to show me that like uh it, it ain't it ain't about like that quick buck you know it's like if you can sell yourself man uh it, it doesn't matter where i'm fighting like it, it doesn't matter what i'm doing even you know like I, I could even just be playing my drums in my band dude i mean sell a bunch of tickets dude and i could i can make money off of that you know and, and it, that's uh that's that's great you know my my supporters and my friends and and fans are are like the, the best in the world you know i i couldn't uh i, I would be nothing without them so Tons of them, dude. I mean, you, you, I mean, you train, you coach fighters as far as going into that cage. I mean, how'd the team do? Oh, yeah. How'd the team do as far as wins and losses? The team did great. Uh, we, we went two for two for the day um, between all four of our guys. Uh, it worked out really good. Um, initially, uh, we were we were just matching our guys up with Bill, uh, just talking about it. And I, I wasn't even uh, I wasn't sure that I was even going to fight. I, I didn't really. I wasn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't really like a big thing for me. Um, I, I wasn't like, you know, it, it just kind of, it kind of popped up and, and it was like, all right, whatever, you know, like might as well get back in there and just kind of, kind of show my students how like fight camp goes and kind of like lead by an example, you know, like when we're in the locker rooms and we're all fighting together and they're fighting with their coach and, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm in there going through the same shit that they're going through at the same fucking time, you know? So, um, I think it made it like maybe a little bit easier, uh, mentally for, for all of us really. Um, and we had such a fucking awesome crew there. I mean, between the four of our guys, like there was, there was probably like, I don't know, 300 people there just for us, you know? And, uh, the crowd was unbelievable, man. Uh, when I got to walk out, it was like the fucking coolest shit ever. Cause, uh, I, I kind of, I, I asked around and I legit got like probably 75 of my guys to come out and walk out with me, dude. It was like a fucking scene out of street fighter, dude. It was, uh, it was like the coolest shit ever, dude. If, uh, there, there's some videos and shit of it, but it, it was it, just being there and feeling all that energy, dude. And having like, like legit, probably like 50 to 75 people like walking out with me, you know, like walking right out to the cage with the lights and the, like, I've never had an event like that, you know. Everybody was there, like all my friends, like 
and to, to be able to walk out to the cage with all of them, like my, my brother and uh, like all my, my tight friends, my good friends, like even, even people just from the gym, you know, um, it was, it was fucking unbelievable. Excellent, my man. Well, dude, man, you, you know, you have all these people behind you. You gained so many more with, uh, you know, just the beast mode that you were in to finish that fight with that arm like that, that no one knew. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, let's talk about it. You talked about the operation, what they did there. Man, what's the prognosis? What's the, the timeline here? Dude, You, I mean, martial arts is your life. I mean, coaching is your life. Yeah. You could still do that <clears throat> without actually getting on the mat. You could still, you know, direct and, and you know, but... You're an active MMA fighter looking to the next level, so you're lo- you got to look out for yourself as far as your your fighting career. Also, man, what's going on with the arm? What what are we looking at as far as timeline on the shelf? And when can you, you know, expect to to see you again? Maybe. Uh, so it's looking like it's going to be a couple months right now off the bat. Um, I'm doing PT for the first like four months, I think. Um, and after 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 the four months or so, it should be. I should be ready to get back into training, man. Uh, and I, 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 I'll probably get a little antsy before that and everything. But with, with uh, I mean, I had three years off basically before this fight. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's I, I think one of the things with, with fighters that we, we don't really take into consideration a lot is, uh, you know, when you have all these fights a year and you do all this shit, like you don't have this downtime and, and um you put yourself into fight or flight like all the fucking time, you know, like no matter what, like if you got fight in there, like that's all you're thinking about. So uh, I, I'm kind of, I want to say I'm kind of done with the, like the days where I fight four times a year. You know, I, I think it, it's just, it's just such a imbalance with like your actual life and like your mental health, you know, it's just, just be like, you can't, you can't ever fucking relax. Yeah. You know, you gotta always watch your diet and all this shit. And, and it takes a lot of, uh, takes a lot of fun out of it and and i, I don't want to have like that relationship with with the thing like this is my outlet you know this yeah. is like the thing that that makes my fucking life enjoyable you know and the second that i start hating it like why why the fuck am i gonna do it we don't get we don't get paid you know exactly <laughs> if, if you don't like what you're doing and if you're like if it's fucking your life up then why are you doing it you know and it should be making your life better and not worse you exactly. know and I, I tell us all my students a lot, a lot of people a lot of fighters will go go on and they'll just keep going on and going on and their life will get so much worse, man. You know, uh, we've seen it all. I mean, you've seen it. I've seen it. You know, those guys that just they won't quit and they're too tough for their own good. And and then you know, then next thing you know, like they they either tarnish their legacy. You know, like it yeah. might it might be a guy like McGregor. You know, where hey, dude, if I was McGregor, I would have quit after Mayweather or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have, your, you have all your money. What are you doing it for, yeah. you know? And uh, the, I, I don't know, you know? It's just just, just kind of kind of finding your way for, through it. And, and really, when it comes down to it, all we're trying to do is trying to get in, get get paid, get, get what we're, like, get some glory, get some fame out of it or whatever, and then get out with it as much intact as you can. Excellent, <laughs> you know? man. Well, I talked oh, yeah. to a, a, I talked to a couple of uh, well, one person. He wanted me to ask you a question. I'm gonna um, 
I'm going to ask you a couple more, but this question has to do with uh, out of the cage, out of the training. And general, dude, you play drums in a fucking band that you're playing out. Yeah. You guys are actually playing gigs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, man. Peter McLeod, man, you guys were higher. You know, you're telling me, you know, that you got the, the drums and the band at the gym. You guys, like, jam afterwards and shit like that. What's this do to you? Do we pull off a Def Leppard, one arm drumming? What's going on with you? <laughs> Dude, I was just fucking talking about Def Leppard like 30 minutes ago. It's funny you brought him up. Uh, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do, man. Honestly, uh, a lot of drumming, uh, especially uh, uh, my electric kit is nice because it, it's kind of compact, just like yours. Yeah. Um, and I don't have to be like reaching around. And to be fair, my shoulder's fine. So uh, uh, they gave me a sling, but I, I came out of the sling like the, the first day. I was like, fuck that. Um I'm gonna be I'm gonna be back drumming, dude. In the second that I get this fucking shit off, dude. Uh, we've been really active, dude. We've been doing a lot of band practice, man, and and it's like uh, it's another passion of mine too. And um, you know, like an outlet, like I'm saying, yeah. you know, like we're fighting. Like when I when I go fucking ham on fighting, and that's all I'm doing. Like when I'm in the gym for like uh, 40 hours a week or something like that. Like which is not an exaggeration. <laughs> uh, fucking. It, it, it's it, it takes a lot out of your mind you know and you just want to do a little something different and uh it gives you a good outlet just to kind of uh I, I, just to just to like flow a little bit you know another way something, to express another way to express yourself too man yeah you absolutely know? absolutely i mean and um it's such it's so fucking fun man like playing gigs is like uh, you know it, it's it's just it's just a surreal experience dude it's just like fighting it's like you have all your friends your family like fans and shit there like it's the same same thing you got to perform you're going to be on your fucking a game like you can't be slacking off you can't be drinking and doing crazy yeah, shit and dude you know uh, that that feeling when they dig you it's like you know i i have a bed yeah. in there in the cage and had my hand raised but that hair that stands up on, on the back of your neck yeah that's it. It, you're entertaining these people it's you and you're yeah. just like my god they're they're doing this for me. Like I, I must be, I must be pretty good yeah. at this if they're liking it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's just, it's like a fucking blast, dude. It's, a, it's a dream come true to me, honestly. Uh, before, before I wanted to be a a, a fighter, uh, my I, I was I wanted to be a drummer. That was like my number one thing. I, I'd practice drums for hours every day, dude. I'd be like, that was my craft was drumming, and uh, and it's kind of funny, dude. Like. I got that kit like maybe a year or so ago and and nowadays like just through martial arts and through my school and uh knights mma and defensive edge and and sls fitness and all, all these people that i'm at i meet all these new people and uh and, and just have these connections with other musicians and and we'll jam or you know we'll just kind of trade things like maybe uh a good friend of mine, uh, with, he's teaching me bass, and I was just trading him jujitsu lessons, you know. So I teach him some jujitsu, awesome. he teaches me some bass, and yeah. it was just <laughs> a nice little barter system, man. And, awesome, uh, man, man. It's, 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 it's awesome, dude. I, I, I love uh, I love all art, really, and, and um, I like just being able to express myself. Excellent, man. Uh, last couple of questions, bro. Uh, we got a few cards coming up, a lot of Ami just getting active. Uh, any of your fighters? Uh, working on something you got anybody uh, you know fighting locally in the next uh, month or two because you know we got cage titans we got premier we got um we got neff i uh next week i i don't think you have anyone yep. fighting there but any guys any guys getting ready for some shit happening down the road um so th there, there are a few people we got we got working on some things uh we have uh george demers uh he just won by knockout like 20 seconds in his uh 
his um, his fight for ammo. We're, we're trying to get him. Uh, so the, Tyler Odari is another one of our students over here, uh, and, and he he had a fight, right? And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it for a second because it kind of it kind of nobody talked about it afterwards. But his opponent uh, his opponent showed up uh, eleven pounds overweight. Um, and you know Tyler was like I, I you know obviously he's my he's my my guy I'm gonna make sure he makes weight you know like we're we're gonna be professionals about it you know if you're representing our team like we have to follow suit right uh, so he came in at 152 pounds and then his opponent comes in at 166.5 or something like that right and uh, the whole time we're like. We're like, we can't fucking let this fight happen. Like, are, are you kidding me? Like, we have to, we have to pull it. And, and Tyler, obviously, I mean, he sold tickets and he's a tough kid and he, he wanted to take it anyways. Yeah. But all of us coaches were saying no, uh, like all the shit. And uh, the kid comes up and he, he, he takes like 700 bucks of cash out and gives it to Tyler and says, can you take the fight? And, uh, and we kind of all just looked at each other and we're like, we're like, this is, fucking weird man huh this is like really weird shit and uh he gave it to tyler tyler took the fight and uh like next thing you know like i mean the, the kid kind of he beat him i mean he beat him on the ground he, he kind of like got got like a, a good position and kind of stayed in these positions for for the three rounds but uh he was like flipping our guys off after the cage and shit like that and just kind of it seemed like he's being real disrespectful, uh, especially coming in that far yeah. overweight and us doing him a favor of taking the fight. Yeah. You know, um, so we, we want we want that fight. <laughs> we want a little uh, we, 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 we want to get that one back. Uh, so we're going to try to give that kid to, to George Demers uh, for the next ammo show. It should be awesome if he can take it. Excellent, man. Um, so, so George is what? Is this going to be at a different weight class or? Yeah, or, George yeah. is one, George is George is a one seventy. Okay. And Tyler is is really a one forty fiver, and he he was going to do one hundred fifty five, and and still took the fight at one hundred and sixty. Yeah, this kid comes in, in as almost a welterweight or whatever. He was um, he was he, he, he was, most, class he class was most likely he was most likely a fucking small middleweight by the time he got in the cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, dude. And, and like, no, no shit. No shit. You win because you cheated. You know. <laughs> uh, and you know, I, I guess to be fair, Tyler told me that he was like, kind. Of, he was being respectful afterwards. But you know, I, I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. there for that. I, all I saw was what what had happened with the the being overweight with him flipping the crowd yeah. off afterwards. And that's all and you all need. To, that's off. all you need to see. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, I, I didn't think it was good sportsmanship and uh uh if it was my fighter I would have I would have made him either apologize or or kicked him out, you know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't let that shit happen in my school, dude. Well well, well um, it's it's kinda weird. Maybe he had a lot of money on that fight. That's you know what I mean? Like to pay you seven hundred bucks to to get the that's fight. That's what I'm saying. I man. mean he had something riding on that fight, either he had a bet with people who was gonna flip you guys off. Like there was something staged as far as his antics. There was, there, yeah. it was something really weird, man. I've never like as an amateur fight. Uh, I, I told I told Tyler I said, hey, you know, like as an amateur fight, you'll never make seven hundred <laughs> fucking bucks. You know, uh, I was like, most pros don't even make seven hundred yeah. bucks. Like so, I was like Tyler, like honestly, like the the guy doesn't seem dangerous. So I don't think you're gonna get hurt. You know. Uh, 
it's just that he's has all his weight on you and, and we were just nervous that he was gonna do exactly what he did and he did. he did he kind of just kept a good position and i mean his grappling was was pretty decent you know it wasn't it wasn't bad his game wasn't that bad and i don't you know i don't want to talk shit the whole time to a guy who i i didn't even say a word word about uh or a word to sorry uh but I wasn't happy with it, and I would love one of our other fighters to fight him and get that win back for us at the weight class that this kid should have been at in the beginning. Awesome. Well, you know? I, I hope he definitely takes it. Uh, you know, if Bill can't get I would imagine Bill wants to get that matchup, and you want it there, oh, too, yeah. with all the fans that you get there, man, dude. So, um Man, I, you know, you got 300 people there with a bunch of your fighters in there. And this guy's fucking flipping you guys off, man. He's, uh, you know, he, he's... Oh, he pumped it, yeah. Yeah, we, he... We, we probably had, like, we probably had 50% of the show. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't know how many people we had there. But we had, like, so many fucking people yeah, he, there. Yeah, he, he, he like, definitely, he definitely had something going on, man. He was making probably double that $700 for in some kind oh, of yeah. debt or some kind of something... Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I don't know why he would even. Uh, maybe he just wanted to like fucking. Uh, maybe he just wanted to just have as much advantage as possible in, in his fucking tool belt before yeah. he he took the fight. Or I don't know, but it, it, it just it didn't seem right to me. It didn't sit right with me. So uh, so that's gonna be our next fight is is George Demers versus. Uh, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know the dude's name. Excellent, man. We don't. We don't. We don't have to mention him here, I, I man. I guess it doesn't fucking matter, right? <laughs> hey, hopefully he gives me some money. I'll interview him and give me a couple hundred dollars. I'll interview you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, yeah, dude. dude. Fucking uh, unbelievable. Hey, Connor, am I gonna see you anywhere? And uh, you're gonna go to any cards or you know we got some stuff going on as far as jujitsu matches here and there coming, but. Are you going to be out there active or are you going to be more staying in the gym, um, you know, coaching your fighters, even though you get a broken wing there, man? Are you going to still? Yeah, I'm. Uh, today's my first day back in the gym. Actually, I'm, I'm here right now. I don't know if you can see here. I just kind of just locked down everything. Uh, I actually, uh, believe it or not, well, I, you know. I was gonna say this, this has to stay between us, but it's fucking. What do you mean? Right wait, now. wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. Stay. What do you stay between us? We're live. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> like, believe it or not, I was fucking coaching today. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, don't tell my mom or my surgeon. Or... <laughs> hey, dude. In all honesty, I, I mean, <clears throat> I could see you in another month in a sling. I've seen uh, the great, the Gracies over there. Uh, you know, training with arms in the sling and stuff like that just to see if they can pull it off and they can tap out their purple belts and shit like that man <laughs> oh yeah i did if, oh yeah hey, well you know honestly dude it's like you know what for me like i, I could sit inside and just fucking do nothing all day but it, it, it's not it, my my arm i don't care about it. it's my yeah. it's my mind man yeah you know? it's like i gotta i gotta take care of the mind and and i gotta do shit i, I gotta see the fucking people that i see all the time that you know and uh just stick, keep my routine going, um, and, and and that'll be uh, you know that, that that'll help on a lot. Um, you know, I still can't I still can't like drive or anything yet, or I'm not supposed to um, until Friday when I get this thing off. So uh, so we'll see how it goes. Today was my first day. Um, I've, I've been you know maybe I here I was just here for like an hour and yeah. and, and just just show like something just really really simple today that I don't have to use this thing at all. <laughs> You're um, out of your mind, man. It's it's in you. You yeah. can't stop, man. Dude, 
Seriously, take care of that. I mean, you know, Ty, you know, Tyson's probably gonna be yelling at you down. You fucking put that thing in a sling or whatever, man. But, dude, oh, yeah. all the power to you, man. You're a beast. Uh, you know the, just watching you in there. And oh, last thing before you know, I let you give your shoutouts, dude. When I because wa I watched, I watched, you know, the fight from uh, the stream from uh, your guys, right? I had no idea you broke your fucking arm or anything like right that. So I put a post. Hey, congratulations. Got a berry on your win. One fight closer to the next step. Because, you know, in the interviews we talk about, it's, it's you know, it's not so much who you fight and it's them wins that you have to accumulate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of just getting to the next level. Yeah, you know? and, and I said that. I make a post. Oh, you got that one. Wait, we're on our way. And then you, I fell asleep. I went to bed. I wake up in the morning and I see this fucking the comment. It's like, Dude, I broke my arm. I need surgery. I'm like, but you were saying like it was already out there. You already put it out there. But oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I felt like, oh shit. <laughs> but then I, but then I continue to throw out your video, throw up your video in like seven different positions and fucking shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> man, that was awesome, dude. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Uh, all the power to you, man, Connor. You're a great guy. You're a beast. We know that. You're uh. A great fighter, and uh, man, I hate that it happened to you, man. But everything happens for a reason. You're gonna be That's on the it, you're gonna be on the sidelines helping your uh, fellow uh, partners and and you know your your kids out there, man. Yeah, so, 100%, brother, hundred percent. And, and I'll be. And, and, you know, it's good for me too. Anyways, you know, like we we make our money through through coaching and shit, and yeah. like you know, and, and I'm lucky enough that I, I I can do just martial arts, dude, and like you know personal training, like lifting it, like. Like the stuff that that I love to do, anyways, as a job, you know, it's it's uh it's really rewarding to me just to like to to be able to do something I'm passionate about for a living, you know, is uh I think a lot of people aren't aren't quite as lucky to do that, you know, um, and uh yeah, it, it's uh it's fucking awesome, no matter what. I'm just uh you know the, the arm the arm will heal, you know, uh I'll have the victory forever. Uh, well, well, well so. ne ne next time I see you, I'll be taking a shoppie with me because I'm putting my fucking website right on that fucking thing, <laughs> big fucker, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve, they fucking, uh, I, I didn't even tell you, dude, but uh, they, they didn't do the surgery until Wednesday. So I had to, they, they kept pushing it off and pushing it off. And I wanted to make sure I got a specialist because it's, it's like my, uh, it's my career and yeah. shit in the line. Um, so I didn't get it done till Wednesday. So every day I'd wake up, dude, and my arm was like hanging off on the side like this. And I, I'd just be sleeping and I'd wake up and I'd look down and I'd be like, oh, my fucking God, my arm. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, it wasn't necessarily really the pain. It just like was just gross. Yeah, that's like, the, the look of it. Yeah. Yeah. Bent out to the side like that. Yeah, and, like, uh, you're like, what was happening while I was sleeping? Like, what, like, what, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Feeling like that. <laughs> 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 Fuck, yeah, but, like, I, I, part of me was just expecting for me to like wake up and it would just be like a dream. Straight. You know? Just like, be all, like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. Oh, my man, dude. Oh, oh yeah. fuck, man. All so the four power. days like that. Like yeah. a question mark. Yeah, I can imagine. Wild. I can imagine. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. All right, my man. And you can see, like, I still got this fucking bruise and shit on my bicep, all that shit. Jude, <laughs> man, all the power to you, brother. You're a beast. Oh, yeah. uh, hell of a job in there getting it done, man. 
Uh, last thing, man, throw throw whoever you want to say thank you to, shout-outs. I have your uh, Instagram handle here, but anything else social media-wise, as far as gyms and stuff like that, throw it out there. Yeah, huh? 100%. Um, so, Nice MMA is uh, it's going to be the new thing, man. Me and my buddy Tom Kincaid started that like uh, probably four months ago or so. We're, we're building a school up. We're doing a really good job with it. We got a lot of awesome guys, a lot of awesome fighters, uh, and, and we're planning on – on doing it as like a competitive thing like so so we're really trying to focus on on building a team of of fighters you know and uh and and not necessarily just hobbyists like we want we want people that are are, are gonna fight you know and, and it's it's super rewarding to teach all those guys so nice mma number one uh defensive edge is my home uh number two uh, R- rick alfred's been fucking awesome for me Every, everybody here is incredible dude uh it's just 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 a, a great environment to be in and, and to be part of um and then uh you know sls fitness uh it's where i've been just working uh teaching boxing and and doing a lot of personal training and stuff uh, it has been super helpful for me uh just just with kind of getting on the, in the keeping my finances and stuff in 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 order yeah. and, and being able to just be an, a, a grown ass adult. <laughs> uh, yeah. Having like my adult job, I yeah. guess. Um, who else? Uh, fucking that's, uh, that's just about everything. I have friends, family, you know, uh, if I, if I, if you, if, if you're watching this and you think I forgot you, then I'm talking to you too. <laughs> All right, my man. Dude, great talking to you and catching up, man. And thanks for, you know, checking in with us, letting us know how you're feeling, man. Uh, You know, after next day, seeing that on you, man, you know, our hearts dropped because we know that, you know, you're you're reaching for that next goal, man. But, you know, other things are on the horizon for you, man. So I can't wait to uh, see what's next for you, man. And we'll bump into each uh, each other definitely in the next couple of months. 100%, brother. It's All right. Been great talk with you, man. All right, my man. You have a great night, Connor, and we'll talk real soon. You too, brother. Later. Awesome. Let me shut that off. Let me get that out of there. All that stuff. All right. Uh, I can't believe my Instagram's still going. Uh, have we? I thought we were on like an hour or more. I thought Instagram only goes for an hour. But um, with that said, Awesome show tonight. Awesome fucking show tonight. Three great guests. This show, not that um, it matters for you because you're watching it right now, but it will be on YouTube in the morning and it'll also be on Spotify and all the podcast sites so you don't have to look at my ugly mug for the whole duration of this podcast. You can just hear my ugly voice during it. So with that said, thank you everyone for tuning in. Next week, I'm not sure of guests. But this Saturday night, I will be at Neff 44 in New Hampshire, checking out their Back in Black event. Neff is back, first card back since the shutdown. So uh, with that said, check out New England MMA for all all updates, um, play-by-plays by Travis Lazat. I'll have post, some post-fight interviews, some fight footage, a little uh, little stuff here and there. Uh, and that's my story. So I'll see you back here Wednesday and I don't know who will be on, but, uh, it will be a good show guaranteed. With that said, the room podcast, we out of here.